0: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is
1: he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
2: Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We're so grateful to be here with you this morning. I am one of your hosts this morning, Brad Gray. And I am Nathan Sather. That's right. And we are together for the first time. This is an awesome deal. Well, not, not the first time, but first time in a long time. Have we hosted together? I know yeah, we've been yeah, on the radio together. It was together. one of the
3: highlights of my life. I distinctly <laughs> remember. Obviously, it was not as memorable
2: to you, so you have forgotten it. I probably just didn't believe it was a real truth. You know, you, you have those memories. I've had those memories where it's like, that was just too good to actually have happened. Oh, sure. You thought it was a dream. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I, once, I had a friend that once made uh, some steaks for us, like in the middle of winter, he grilled out, and it's like some no-name steaks that he got out of, you know, just a box of some salesmen. And like... That couldn't have possibly been as good as I remember that being. Because uh, I, have a very
3: similar thing. Uh, Eric Odell is a friend of mine, and made some winter steaks on some charcoal. And I still think that was the
2: best steak really I've had in my life. So it, this is a thing that it
3: couldn't have been, but it, it feels like it was. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, we are just delighted to be with you this morning uh, for another episode, another issue, another edition of Real Presence Live. Uh, it is a glorious day. Uh, you know, we just got uh, just got to celebrate Father's Day. Uh, what, a, what a blessing, what a gift, what a, um, what a wonderful opportunity to remember the heart of the Father that, uh, that gives us life, that calls all existence into being. So, uh, as we get started, Nathan, would you want to start us off in a prayer? Yeah, absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
3: Dearest Lord Jesus, we're just thankful for all the many gifts and blessings that you've given to us. We most especially uh, ask you to give us the uh, virtue of courage, Uh, that special gift of the Holy Spirit that allows us to bring you into our own world. And we see a world that is so broken and in desperate need of you. And oftentimes our own efforts to our loved ones seem to not be successful. And so we implore you to bring about a multitude of St. Ambroses in the lives of our loved ones and those who are most in need of the knowledge of your love and mercy that you would bring this to them, and may this radio station and our listeners all be a part of that glorious thing that brings everyone that you know and love into the fullness of your truth and the fullness of your kingdom. And we ask this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, as we pray. Hail Mary, full Full of grace, grace the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is is the the fruit fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mother Mother of God, pray pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. Father, keep and pray, for, pray us. for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Oh, thank you, brother.
2: So tell us a little bit about St. Ambrose. You had mentioned get some St. Ambrose's for
3: us. Well, yeah, my uh, my mother's name was Monica, okay. and a lot of our family, they were raised Catholic, but all went away, mm-hmm. and so, of course, family gatherings, whatever else, your efforts to your family members aren't nearly as successful, right. and St. Monica was the mother of uh, St. Augustine, mm-hmm. and all her efforts seemed to not go so well, and she prayed many, many years that he would come back uh, to the fullness of the faith. And her efforts all failed, except for her prayers, which brought forth a uh, wonderful bishop named St. Ambrose, who was the person that helped lead her son back into the church. So often I think God protects us from our own pride, doesn't allow our efforts with our loved ones especially to be successful, but he'll bring about a St. Ambrose in their life if we pray for it. That's
2: awesome. What a great way
3: to start the day. Yeah.
2: Well, as we launch into this new um round of Real Presence Live, we're going to begin our conversation with Sonia Mickelson uh of Lutheran Social Services our senior companion program uh the the senior <laughs> companion program. Uh good morning to you Sonia. Uh good
1: morning. Uh, sorry, good morning. I'm stumbling Thank around
2: you. here this morning. It's uh, <laughs>
1: Good. No, that's good. You you make me feel like I can do this. You're here to
2: save us, Sonia. You're you're the one. You're our only hope here. To get this thing right. Well,
1: so. I tell you, it was nice to uh, start the day with prayer. That was lovely. Amen. It was love lovely.
2: it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Sonia, Sonia Michelson. Sonia, I apologize. I it was <laughs> nope, a 50-50 call, and I went the wrong way. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, I never correct people, but I will hear. <laughs> um, and I am the uh, Northwest North Dakota Coordinator for Lutheran Social Service Senior Companion Program. Um, awesome. That is quite the title, I know. It is. <laughs> um, I have been a coordinator with them uh, for... The companion program for over 17 years. Wow! And as a coordinator, um, I provide support and training to my 20 volunteers and assist them with any issues that may arise.
3: Fantastic! So, yeah. yeah. And, and tell us, a little bit about yourself. Your 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 growing up, or your family, or or the things that actually matter—not necessarily the things that you do for Jesus.
1: <laughs> well, I um, I. I live on a farm uh, close to Minot, and this is where you can also find my office. Um, I work from home, and I live here with my husband of 40 years. Um, I have three sons, 11 grandchildren, and three great-grandchildren, and I am very young. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> grandchildren bring me great, great joy. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm originally from, um, you know, the Butte, Williston, mm. um Palermo area. Our families are from those areas. So um, all of those areas kind of mean something to me. Great. So um, with regard to uh, the program, mm. uh, the areas that I am in... Um, where i'm pretty sure people are listening from Hmm. is i am the whole upper quadrant of north
2: dakota wow
1: yeah so that's um williams montreal mclean ward mchenry pierce county botnow county renville and roulette
2: all within a half hour drive huh (laughs) yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I think the longest drive is about two and a half hours okay, to get to uh, some of my sites. Yeah. Yeah. There is some driving in North Dakota, you have to know that.
2: Yep, yep. <laughs> so Sonia, tell us uh, as we before going to the program specifically, tell us a little bit about Lutheran social services. What are what are they all about?
1: Okay. Well, um our mission is um uh, Lutheran Social Services in Minnesota and you're gonna like this expresses the love of Christ mm. for all people through service that inspires hope, changes lives and builds community.
2: You're right and our
1: programs yeah and our programs are living examples of this mission statement. Um, we have programs like disability services, disaster recovery, strengthening families, uh, foster care, housing services. Assistance and so many, many more crucial programs, um, and of course the Senior Companions um, program. So, um, LSS um, of Minnesota has a footprint in North Dakota through the the Companions program. Um, I'm sure you heard that Lutheran Social Services of North Dakota closed its doors. Mm and uh, Lutheran Social Services of Minnesota took on the Senior Companion Program um, in order for it to continue with its mission. So um, I was with the Senior Companions Program in North Dakota for 15 years and uh, in Minnesota for the last two years. Wow.
2: So
1: it has been such a great partnership, and we are so grateful to still be able to offer this program in
3: North Dakota. <laughs> so, Sonia, I'm, I'm curious, is, is Lutheran Social Services a part of, like, ELCA, or is it just encompassing all Lutheran traditions? Uh, I know a lot of our listeners may not be familiar with that.
1: Right. It, it is all, it is all, um, it's kind of all religions, um, but um, I think the support ones are ELCA and, um, you know, somewhat Missouri Synod and um, other um, denominations do support lutheran social services
3: and so what what is the senior uh, services program what's the actual mission of that what services do you provide to um, our our senior citizen folks
1: okay well the senior companion program is a program of uh, americorps which also funds the program AmeriCorps is an independent agency of the government, the U.S. government, that engages um, over 5 million Americans in service uh, through many different stipended volunteer work programs. Uh, So the Senior Companions Program is under the umbrella of the Senior Corps. Uh, AmeriCorps is also home to AmeriCorps VISTA, and the Peace Corps. So we are in great company. Um, The mission of the Senior Companion Program uh, is uh, to provide a meaningful service opportunity for two individuals who are 55 years or older and committed to helping older adults in need of one-on-one support uh, due to being homebound, lonely, isolated, or or disabled. The program, in a nutshell, is seniors helping seniors stay independent in their homes longer.
3: So that would all be, like, literally at the, the the person's not yet in a assisted living facility or nursing home or something like that. It really is focused on those that are not in such care. Is that correct?
1: It, it's mostly those who are in their homes, but we do consider people in assisted livings um, uh-huh. as living in their own home. Uh, they um, they do come and go as they please, basically, and and uh, so we do consider that uh, their home. Uh, nursing home, we we do not um, uh, go into nursing homes to support them. Um, that they are also supported by the federal uh, funding, so uh, we just have to watch that. Um, you know, kind of that double funding um, issue.
2: Um. So you had mentioned that uh, Lutheran Social Services is is under AmeriCorps or it's partnered with AmeriCorps. Um, like, so how does the funding come in? Is this is uh, are you are you funding uh, fundraising for this program directly yourselves or is that uh, done all through AmeriCorps? Or how, how does that go about?
1: Well, AmeriCorps funds the whole program, okay. uh, but they do ask that we. Um, do some uh, fundraising and um, get some grants and monies elsewhere. Um, You know, kind of we call it a 10% match um, so that they know that our communities and our states and our areas want the program. You know, they need to take some ownership for the program, too. So um, it's is—it's a combination, but mostly uh, AmeriCorps funds the program.
2: Now, Sonia, have you been working in this program specifically for all seventeen years, or is this a? Yeah, a newer, I have. A, you have. <laughs> wow, that's terrific. Yeah, I have. I, I love this program. <laughs> well, t- tell us a little bit about that. I mean, the, the, you've obviously this has been something that's caught your heart, and you've you've commode, committed yeah. yourself to to this for seventeen years. What do you, What do you love about it?
1: Oh, um, I tell you the um, you know that the fact that we can keep. Um, individuals uh seniors in their homes longer um you know and we've got data to back that up um that that just um you know kind of does it for me the volunteers what an amazing uh group of individuals these are uh they they love what they do and uh and it shows there too um they Um, Appreciate their clients and um, are willing to do almost anything for them. Um, It's been great working for uh, both uh, Lutheran Social Services, and uh, again, we just really appreciate that we're able to uh, uh, stay in this program um, through Minnesota's um, gracious act.
2: Well, that's, I think that's, that's fantastic. I want to hear more about like, what this looks like on, a, on an individual level. We're going to have to take a quick break. But when we come back, sure. I want to hear you know, you know, how, do they, how are they accompanying them? How are they assisting them? And how can someone, if they have a loved one, who could use this sort of assistance? Or if someone wants to volunteer and help out in this sort of sure. way, you know, how can they do that? So, but we're going to step away for just a couple of minutes. And we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging,
3: and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real
0: Presence Radio Network. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year, I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart and he speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio.
4: This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee with his disciples and quickly falls asleep. Even as their boat is amidst a huge, life-threatening storm, the text says that the sea was literally shaking like an earthquake. Imagine the disciples' fear as they awake, their master saying, Master, do you not care that we perish? Note that they wouldn't have been in this dangerous situation if they had not gotten in the boat to begin with. They are committed, no matter how big the storm After setting sail in his boat of radical missionary discipleship, it can often seem that God is asleep or uncaring when we are troubled by the storms of life. The good news is that he is, in fact, always there and always ready to calm the storm when the time is right. Sometimes the storms are there to show us our total dependence on him and not on ourselves. Jesus, we trust in you. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. This is Real Presence Live on the
3: RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. We're here in this opening segment with Sonia Mickelson, who works in Northwest North Dakota for Lutheran Social Services Senior Campaign Program. And when we were just leaving on the end of our break, we are kind of talking about what it actually looks like uh, and I'm, I'm sure you've got stories of the blessings that come, obviously, where we fulfill what God wants of us and we do His will when we're giving our lives in the benefit of other people. So, Sonia, I'm very interested to hear how some of the volunteers have been blessed by doing this, and if you know you know, stories of how those that are actually receiving the care have benefited and been blessed by it as well, that would be great.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, the... The word seniors uh, to us, the program, um, encompasses both the volunteer and the client. So we feel that both are, are benefiting from it, um, the experience of the program, uh, and feel that we know that it enriches the life of both a volunteer and uh, provides clients with companionship and just a level of support that improves their well-being and quality of life. Um, uh, the companions themselves, the volunteers, provide uh, many services, uh, which include maybe daily assistance with dressing and grooming, uh, medication reminders, light exercise, maybe preparing a light meal, uh, maybe sharing a meal with somebody Mm -hmm. who um, is kind of tired of eating by themselves, Mm -hmm. Um, grocery shopping, providing companionship and conversation, um, playing games and cards, which is so great for um, their, um, their mind, you
0: mm-hmm. know, and
1: their brain power, for sure. Um, a respite care. Respite care is um, something that we also provide. And respite is where um, uh, the person in the home uh, cannot be left alone mm-hmm. uh, for many different health reasons. Um, and uh, the primary caregiver is then able to leave their loved one um, with a senior companion and have several hours for you to do errands or visit friends and family, go to Bible study. Um, so that's a wonderful service that we are able to provide right. to those who need it. Um, the volunteers can also assist with reading and writing letters. Uh, which brings me to one of my favorite stories uh, involving a senior companion and the client um, from Southeast North Dakota. So the story goes that um, our senior companion, Elaine, got a call from her uh, companion, our senior companion uh, supervisor. And the program was asking for someone to support an elderly woman was living on her own. That's quite frequent. <laughs> mm-hmm. The client, Henrietta, was almost 100 years old Wow! and had lost much of her eyesight due to macular degeneration. Elaine met with Henrietta every Tuesday and read the mail and wrote letters for her because of her poor vision. After a short amount of time and much to her surprise, Elaine figured out that her new client was none other than her former second-grade teacher, Whoa. Henrietta Dotting. In 1937, Elaine was a happy second-grader learning to read and write in Mrs. Dotting's classroom in Sanborn, North Dakota. Now, the student is reading and writing for the teacher who taught her how to read and write.
2: Ah, uh, Cool. That's great. So
1: yeah, with Elaine's assistance, Henrietta was, um, you know kept up with her correspondence and listened to stories on tape. Um, and Mrs. Dotting remembered her days as a small town teacher. Um, they continued for several more years um, together on that Tuesday, on those Tuesdays. and uh, this story gives me goof- goosebumps every time. Um, but Henrietta, Henrietta actually lived a few more years uh, with Elaine's support and passed away at 103
2: years old. Oh, wow. wow! That's awesome. Isn't that
1: <laughs> we we just you're like you can't even make that up? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so tell yeah, me, that's <laughs> yeah, that is that's fantastic. So um, I'm I'm just curious. You've been doing this for you've been in this field for 17 years, what first attracted you to this? Because, I mean, you, there's, there's clearly a love that you have here. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I tell you, um, I, I've been working with the elderly um, uh, since I was a young person. Um, I started uh, helping out uh, my elderly neighbors by cleaning their houses when I was 16 years old. And uh, then when I was going to college, um, I would do um, home health and hospice work uh, because that would fit into my class schedule, and uh, I was able to do some homework uh, kind of while I was um, tending to uh, my clients there. So I've always had this, um, um, this draw to uh, help the elderly. Mm. So when this opportunity uh, came up, to work uh, in the Senior Companions Program, I I jumped on it, and never in a million years did I think I'd be sitting in the same seat for 17 years, but it is, uh, it's different every day, it's, um, you know, we get new volunteers in, and and, uh, kind of uh, due to natural attrition, we, we lose volunteers. So it's different all the time and um, you know I still I still love the, the job. So' that's, that's where I that's how I got here.
3: <laughs> I'm curious you mentioned Sonia that you know playing cards and, and games and folks, do you ever have a senior that complains their senior companion is too good at pinnacle and, mm. they, and they can't win? It could be a problem.
1: <laughs> you know I was going to say that if you play whist or Pinochle, yeah. You are at a prime prime Ooh. rate here. I mean, absolutely, <laughs> we almost should pay them more if they do that well, because it, it's so necessary. But they—I'm sure they fuss about things all the time. But <laughs> they'll play skip They'll they'll play until they're blue in the face, or dominoes, or and again, that is so good um, for your brain um, and just visiting. You know, just to have somebody come into your home and and visit so, with, with you,
3: yeah. yeah, and so you know i'm I'm thinking about my own situation i I was raised on pinnacle by my parents and grandparents <laughs> and and my wife refuses to uh to join me Ditto. In, yeah, the same, yeah, yeah same same so it's yeah. it's definitely a cross and a burden to bear yeah, to to desire deal. to play Pinnacle and not be allowed <laughs> to do it. Um, and and so what I'm, what I'm thinking here is that there's a listener just like me. Who's like, oh man, one of my huge marital problems is the lack of pinnacle. I could get involved. I I could, I could do something like this. (laughs) I'm I'm a Catholic parishioner in the pew. How might my parish or myself, uh, get involved so that I can find a human being who has the, the the gracious gratitude in their heart to actually be willing to play pinnacle with someone that would help them.
1: You always think out of the box, don't you? (laughs) So, um, well, anyone who is listening, anyone, whether you play pinochle or anything, (laughs) uh, if you would like to become a senior companion or knows of anyone who needs a companion, uh, you can contact, uh, the senior companion services in North Dakota, uh, at 701-389- Two two nine three.
3: Is that a number that's is, directly to you, Sonia?
1: this is this goes to uh, my director, Becky Tulane. Okay. And uh, so this would be um, you know, a senior companion to us if anyone uh, has to be fifty five years of age or older, um, must we do have current income guidelines because this is a federal grant program. And committed to, you know, around 10 hours a week. Um, then we do pre-screening screening and background checks. Um, you know, they are working with um, kind of the frail elderly, so we want to make sure everybody's safe. Um, senior companions are paid a tax-free stipend wage mm-hmm. of uh, $4 an hour. They are paid. This is brilliant uh, for this program. They are paid holiday pay for ten holidays, and they accrue paid time off to to volunteer. Hmm. (laughs) Cool. Um, And the stipend does not count towards anything. If you receive housing allowance, this does not count against it. Same with heating assistance, uh, SNAP assistance, VA. Um, anything like that. This does not count against any of your benefits. Uh-huh. And it's tax-free. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wonderful. So um, to become a client, um, call that same number, uh, 701-389-2293. And the client, are people who are primarily older adults who are lonely, homebound, isolated, or disabled, and living in the community can be a client. Um, they just have to sign one letter of agreement, very small, that just puts a plan together for scheduled visits. And the program is free of charge to the client.
3: Hmm. And so again, that number, 701-389-2293. Um, yeah. if you're if you're driving and you're not sure if you're able to write that down safely then just go ahead and pause and you can go back to the real presence radio website later and download the podcast and get that number again but it's 701
2: 389 2293 or just keep repeating it to yourself till you get to your destination <laughs> that's another an option
3: <laughs> I, I don't have that mental capacity <laughs>
2: Uh, This is is great, Tanya. So we only have like a little over a minute left, but is there anything real quickly that that parishes or that organizations of people can do? I I, I understand someone can volunteer themselves. Is there anything that um, a group of people could assist with?
1: Oh, sure. Um, Well, we do. um, uh, We'd love to bring a parish on. I I do have several churches that are sites Hmm. for our program. Um, It's a nice place to land for our um, volunteer companions and, uh, um, you know, it's uh, you can see what this program does and uh, what the support does to um, the seniors that are living um, in their homes. Um, and that's, uh, you know, many parishioners are, um, you know, those older adults. So, um,
2: yeah. you know... Yeah, well, I just want um, to thank you, Sonia. I mean, because this is yeah. this is something uh, so, I'm sure, so critical to people who feel like they, they're they overlooked, they're forgotten, like their lives just don't matter uh, anymore. I, I'm sure that that's, that's a struggle and a battle that many of the clients experience when they're uh, kind of dealing with isolation. And to come in and bring bring light, bring uh, relationship into that is just awesome.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thank you for your
1: work, Lovely. Thank you <laughs> well, so much.
2: Like, thanks for getting us righted back on the right direction here after stumbling out the blocks here. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do with you guys. Yeah, so. well, that's understandable. <laughs> All
3: right. We'll come All right. right Thank you the, so much. Uh, everyone. We'll come back on the other side of this break. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real
0: Presence Radio Network.